Today, a remarkable thing is going to happen. Today, you're going to change. Um, for better or for worse, uh, on purpose or by accident, with God's help or all by yourself, one way or another, you're going to change today. So why not make it for the better? Why not do that together with God? And by the way, you will never get the chance to change today again uh, after this day. So change starts today. We're, we're looking together at um, character strengths, um, those aspects of who God made us to be that um, make our lives worth living, enable us to contribute to other people, enable us to flourish, enable us to walk together with God. And I'm very excited to talk about the particular character strength that we're going to look at today, um, curiosity. You might think about it as open-mindedness taking a deep interest in something for its own sake, um, finding topics fascinating. And I'm especially glad because I get to talk today to Shauna Pilgreen. Shauna is a friend. She and her husband, Ben, uh, Nancy and I have gotten to go out for meals with. And she is a co-founder of Epic Church in the San Francisco area, which is a fascinating place to start a church, and her husband, Ben, is leading there. She's also involved with Alpha. If you know anything about Alpha, it's a place that kind of hosts conversations for people where curiosity about spiritual life and God is deeply, deeply welcome. And she's also an author. So, Shona, thank you very much for being willing to talk. Absolutely. John, while today I might be a guest, I feel like I am very much a part of the become new community. And I just would say on behalf of all of us, thank you for the way that you encourage us uh, yeah, in our spiritual formation. So this is a delight. Well, that's, uh, um, it's very, very kind. And yeah, it's been good just for the four of us sometimes to talk about how do you navigate life together um, as parents and family and lots and lots there that we will not get into today. But I do want to talk about uh, this character strength. A lot of times when people think about faith, they almost think that it's anti-curiosity. And uh, sometimes people look even at the story of Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, and they think that Eve got in trouble for being curious, and God kind of slapped her on the wrist like, we're just supposed to um, passively submit to whatever the authorities tell us and not be curious um, what's your take on all that? What are you learning and what you do about people of faith, people that might be exploring? How do you think about uh, curiosity? Well, I like how you just talk about this is that character is something that gets developed in us. I think you said recently that it's not something that you're just born with, but it's something that gets developed. And I would even say, even though I became a Christ follower when I was young, I would say this really got developed, maybe even forcefully in living in San Francisco, where I just had so many yeah. opportunities to be with people who are curious. And I think for the longest time, I thought, just like what you described, that maybe for me um, to be a faith-filled follower, I needed to be so rooted and grounded and there was no room for curiosity. But what I've come to learn is that being rooted and grounded in Christ frees, frees us. It frees us to be curious so that we can 
navigate relationships and conversations with people who are trying to figure out what they believe. So I think curiosity is something worth pursuing and something worth developing um, as Christians. And how do you encourage folks to do that? I know part of what you do with Alpha is you'll be in conversation with people that are not people of faith. And then uh, with folks who are people of faith, um, what blocks people from having that kind of curiosity? When we're kids, uh, we all we ask questions all the time. And then sometimes when we get older, we just stop being that interested or fascinated or we get a little bit afraid to do it. So how do you encourage people to be more curious in their lives? That's really good. I think, um, again, I think if we are staying rooted and grounded in Christ, then we should be free to ask those curious questions. I think that curious people, people who aren't quite sure what they believe in yet, they don't have that faith foundation, they haven't put their their faith in Jesus. I think from my experience, they want to know that I'm curious. Um, I think maybe for the longest time I thought that, oh, no, they need to see that I've got it all together and I've got it figured out and that I have an answer to everything. But I think what is so refreshing for my non-Christian friends is that they see that I don't have it all figured out, that I'm still learning and growing, that I haven't arrived yet. So I think it gives them some refreshment that as if they choose, as they choose to put their faith in Jesus, that it's something that they get to continue to grow and explore and not something that they just arrive at. They're sealed. There's no more room for growth. But I think it's something that we get to we get to give to our non-Christian friends as they stay as we stay curious. I think it allows them to know that they can stay curious at the same time. We're yeah. staying curious within these boundaries of who Jesus is and what he's done for us. Um. I was talking to a friend yesterday who uh, uh, has suffered the loss of somebody in his life and was just asking about what do you think happens after you die? And I was keenly aware in the moment. I know what I'm supposed to say. I'm a pastor. And I'm also aware of the fact that uh, for anybody who's human in this world, there is so much mystery and unknown in terms of what lies beyond the other side of the grave that uh, I've got all kinds of questions and curiosity about that. And uh, a guy that I'll talk about a fair amount uh, become new Dallas Willard used to say that often when people go to church, we are so paralyzed, but we know we're by what we know we're supposed to believe that if we found out what people who go to church actually believe um, many pastors who are horrified. And I think often for a lot of pastors, if they find out what they actually believe, as opposed to what, what it is that you think that you are supposed to believe, um, uh, when you go to church or even when you teach, uh, it can be a completely different thing. And I know you have written, uh, translating Jesus. And a lot of that is kind of about having conversations with people where faith can be involved, um, where, you might meet people in different places. And I liked the metaphors that you use in that. Can you say a word about that, Sean? Yeah. Maybe before I say that, you were reminding me, there's a, there's a place in our city that often Nancy and I have taken walks um, through the Glen Canyon Park. And just the other day, I was walking through there with a friend of mine who's not a believer yet. And the one thing that struck me about 
curiosity is that curious people listen well. And I Mm -hmm. think that that's something to consider, maybe backtracking to a question you asked earlier that we even practice with Alpha is that curious people are good listeners. And I think that's one thing um, that we can take away with that. But in the, in the book, Translating Jesus, I, I take us to three places that Jesus spent time at. He spent time at the gate. Of course, he spent time at the cross. That was his whole mission. And he spent time at the table. And what I love that we get to see in the life of Jesus is that as he was at all three places, he was there with those who believed and he was there with those who didn't believe. But it did not change his identity. It didn't change his rootedness in his father. And I love that he models that for us, that we can be rooted and grounded as we're in society, learning the language of culture, engaging with people who think differently than we do, that we can be at all three of these places, but we're learning the language of culture, which is paying attention. We're learning the language of Christ, which is prayer. And as we learn these two languages, which is what happens anytime we learn two languages, we've become bilingual and that we can speak both of these languages depending on who we're interacting with. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of the gist of the book. Uh, I love that. It struck me as you were talking. There's a way in which um, curiosity is really the foundational requirement for discipleship. Um, you know, come and see. Um, Andrew would say to his brother, you know, I found, and, and to be curious about Jesus. What do you have to say? Is this really true? And it's interesting. Uh, they had been disciples for quite a while when Jesus asked them, who do you say that I am? They still didn't know at that point. So it's not like they didn't have all the doctrinal answers correct. They were just curious about him and they really wanted to know. So um, for everybody who's listening to us today, uh, here's the assignment Curiosity can be cultivated. Curiosity is a learned skill. Curiosity is not in opposition to having a commitment of faith. So today, ask questions. I love, uh, in Buddhism, often they will talk about the beginner's mind, where instead of assuming, yep, already know there, been there, done that, bought the t-shirt, I become interested and I adopt a posture of wonder and not knowing and asking questions and wanting to learn. And you can do that today. So see how many questions you can ask today. Um, Change starts today. See you next time. Hey, it's Tim. I'm the producer here at Become New. I wanted to let you know, if you'd like more resources or teaching from John, you can find it at our website, becomenew.com. Also, if you'd like to receive a text alert or the daily email that goes along with each video, let us know at becomenew.com slash subscribe. Lastly, if you need prayer, we'd love to pray for you. There's a group of us who meet each weekday, Monday through Friday, to pray over requests that are sent in from listeners. And so you can text us your prayer requests at the number 855-888-0444. We'll catch you next time.